Welcome to the Miss Mindset Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you master your mind so that you can up-level your life and live with confidence, passion and fulfilment. My name is Brianna. I'm a law school graduate, teacher, teen mentor, mindset and transformation coach, bookworm, fitness junkie and student of life obsessed with learning and sharing everything there is to know about the art and science of happiness. Having worked in both the corporate and educational world, I became somewhat frustrated at the fact that we are never taught how to use our most important tool, our mind, to master emotional well-being and use it to thrive, not just to survive. My intention for this podcast is to give you the strategies, tools, encouragement and guests who will help you to rewire your mind so that you can find your version of success and live with a fulfilled mind, body and soul. episode eight. I'm going to launch right into today's episode, which is all about the inner bitch. And I'm laughing because, (laughs) all right, so I tried to record this podcast this morning, nice and early. So being the absolute frother that I am, I was like, right, last night, the alarm's going on for 4.30. I'm going to get up. Jim, I'm going to be super productive. Episode's going to be recorded and pushed out by like 7.38. And I did all the things. I got up at 4.30, did my meditation. I did my workout. And then I was like getting, I always have this little bit of a routine for my podcasts. <laughs> and I get myself kind of pumped up and just in a good state. Um, and so this morning I finished my workout feeling really good and then I was like I'm gonna jump into a freezing cold pool and and then I'm gonna I've got so much I want to say about this inner bitch and so many people at the moment are really struggling with so much time I guess alone with their thoughts in the middle of isolation uh, because of their little inner bitch which I'll explain in a moment I swear but I yeah I was so excited I had so much to say and I was ready to go I saged my office because somewhere inside of me there's like a spiritual hippie that hasn't had their time to shine yet I was meant to be born I feel like I was meant to be born in the 60s but that aside I've got my sage going and I was like right ha ready to go record and I swear to dog like I tried uh, for about an hour this morning to record and this voice in my head, the inner bitch, as I call her, kept talking to me. What are you doing? Oh, you sound so shit. Who's going to listen to this? What are you? Oh, that sounds, you're a dickhead. And I was like, excuse me, I'm trying to do a podcast about exactly this. And so I just find it really quite funny that this podcast is about dealing with that voice. And so I did what I do best and I went for a beach walk and did battle with it and talked it down and realized that, again, I'm not my thoughts. I am not that nasty voice inside of me. I'm better than that and I come back. It's now 11 in the morning. So I got up about six hours ago with all these big plans and my inner bitch kept showing up. So that is actually what today's episode is all about. It's dealing with our thoughts, our voice, that person, that 
being that that nagging chatterbox that's in our head all day long it doesn't stop from the second we get up in the morning to the second we go to bed as social beings we have this chatterbox this chatter 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 and I always start these sessions with my girls and say who do you speak to the most and you know it's always my mom or my best friend or whoever it is for that person and of course it's a trick question because we speak to ourselves a lot and I think I mentioned in episode two or three that most of the studies actually say we have roughly and it's somewhere between 60 to 90,000 60 to 90,000 thoughts per day like that is a lot of thoughts and I said as I said before 95% of them are nothing new they're just repetitive thought patterns or thought habits as I call them that tick along and we just go on autopilot thinking the same things and it's like a cognitive behavior it's become our personality and it's how our mind has gotten used to speaking to ourselves and the thing is as social beings we feel different emotions every day we go up and down we have this wide variety of feelings And with that comes different thoughts. And I guess you could say it's like different moods. And some days your inner voice or your your person inside of your head talking to you is is might be really nice to you and might be your biggest fan and say, like, yeah, you've got this, you can do this, like you're on top of the world, you can do anything you put your mind to, and today's gonna be a good day. You're just feeling like on top of it. And other days out of nowhere. Maybe it seems like a mood, but there's this, what I call the inner bitch and she is so nasty to you and she tells you the things that you should be and why you're not good enough and why you can't do X, Y, Z. And she's the person that makes you doubt yourself, that makes you fear other people talking or looking at you or she's the person that says you can't do this what whatever it is she's not nice and you certainly would not talk to your best friend in that same way that this voice talks to you and I guess what I see it as this voice this nasty critic so a lot of people call it the inner critic this the nasty voice there is an expectation and this expectation of how you should be, whether it's how you should look or how smart you should be or what job you should have, how much money you should have, all the relationships you should have, there's expectations placed upon us. And these expectations, they either come from social media or from our, our heritage or our background, our upbringing our family values they come from our circle of friends they might come from the media they come from movies they come from maybe a past experience of someone saying something to you that hurt you and so when these thoughts come up these you're not good enough or you're not smart enough or you're not pretty enough or you'll never do this or you'll never get that promotion or you'll never be able to find that person or you're not worthy of his love or her love or whatever it is that thought that inner critic is usually filling the gap of who you are and where you're at 
and where you're expected to be. And because of this expectation, this trying to grasp these often unrealistic expectations, we have this voice that tells us all the time we're not enough. Often this inner bitch is telling ourselves we are not enough as we are and there is a gap to be filled. So we know what the inner bitch is. I feel like we, well, we all have one. We all have this voice who from time to time likes to tell us that we aren't enough. We're not good enough as we are. And there's this massive gap that needs to be filled. And as we know, that is a bit of a losing battle because we live in a society which thrives of telling us all the things we need to be enough so that we keep buying and consuming and we're on this hamster wheel that can actually never really be satisfied we're setting ourselves up to fail really and so I really want to have strategies and practical tips or pieces of advice that can help to at least be more aware a be more aware of this voice of this inner critic of this inner bitch And B, to simmer it down, to know what to do with it and to really engage with it in a way that is not at its mercy anymore, not being at the mercy of this cow that shows up every now and then to say things that aren't true. So what are my tips, tricks and strategies? The first one is meditation. And I realize when I say meditation, there's a lot of these connotations or association with like um and sitting on the floor and singing kumbaya and breathing and doing mantras. And don't get me wrong, I love meditation and I like, I think there's a time, place and circumstance for it. I've had some awesome experiences, but it doesn't have to necessarily be just that. Meditation is a place where you're just alone with your thoughts in complete stillness so that you can simply observe them. One of the main things that I think is important in recognizing this inner bitch has just shown herself, shown her face or shown her voice is to be aware of it and to dissociate from it. So you can just observe it like you're watching traffic, like, oh, that car's just crossed the road or, oh, that car's got it. Oh, that bitch has just shown up again. And so you want to find what it is for you. And meditation is different for different people. I find there's quite a lot of practices that I try to embed into my day because they're meditative for me. So walking on the beach is when I'm alone with my thoughts and I can just observe where they're going and and sort of just, yeah, watch where they're going. And the same with uh, riding my bike because there's no distractions. You're literally just out in your thoughts and you can observe and question them and become inquisitive about your thoughts. So the first thing is to find the thing for you, whether it's meditation, some time in the morning to sit and just be still or riding a bike or going for a walk or in the gym or whatever it is for you, find the place where you can just be and hold space to just observe the thoughts. And second to that, like I say, really important is becoming the observer. You are not your thoughts. You are the listener of your thoughts. You can hear them, but you're not necessarily them. And so when you really think about it, it's like, okay, so there's almost two parts of you here. One saying the things and one hearing the things. And if you are hearing, 
you can completely dissociate and just go, oh, well, that voice just showed up. And one of the things that I've done is, uh, and in sessions with uh, different people before, I've actually had them name that person. The inner bitch that shows up, give her a name because it's not necessarily you. It is just the culmination or the um, end result of past experiences and expectations. It's not you. And so name it, name her, give her a name so you can go, oh, there she is. And uh, I actually a while ago named mine Brittany and uh, that's literally just because it's Brittany bitch. Like there she is. It, it's catchy. I'm a 90s baby. So I love, I love anything Britney Spears. But my inner bitch was Brittany. And when she shows up, I can say, oh, Brittany's here. There she is. She just told me that I'm not good enough to do that. Or she just told me that no one cares. Or she just said, oh, you look fat. Or look at your cellulite. Whatever it is, it's Brittany. And (laughs) I'm actually going to have to change my name, I've decided, because I have a beautiful friend named Brittany and she is just so lovely. So I'm changing my name. But my point is give her a name. And the reason for that is so that you can dissociate and go, oh, there she is. There she is showing herself, but that's not me. And once you can say, oh, there she is, write them all down. Write down all the things she says and literally use she's saying that. So third person, it's not I'm saying, it's not me, it's she is. Third person, write down all of the nasty things she says about you. What are the recurring comments? What is the internal dialogue? Really engage with them. Just be curious because remember, you're just observing. You're just curious. Why is this person saying this to me? And write them all down. And write them and say, she's saying that she is saying or use and then or you can use second person perspective here so that you're not saying I'm not enough. You're saying you're not enough. She's saying that you're ugly. She's saying that you're not smart compared to whatever. She's saying that you are this, you are that. Get really curious and write down all these self-doubts, these inner bitchy comments that you've got rolling around in your head, running rampant, write them down and be very curious about them. And once you've got them all down, ask questions. You want to unravel those nasty comments and ask with curiosity, oh, where did that come from? Like, why do I feel that way? Where did that thought come from? Who's told me that before? What? So let's say, for example, um, lots of recurring, say you find that you've got like a bit of a recurring thought pattern, a little bit of a common thought dialogue or a common dialogue that you have come up for you is, I'm not smart enough. Okay, now let's, we're going to write it down. Okay, so it's Brittany and she's saying... <laughs> Brittany's saying, you're not smart. Now we're going to start to unravel it. Okay, so what do you mean by smart? What, where, did you, where did that come from? Has anyone ever said to you that you're not smart? Smart compared to who? Who are you holding yourself up against and why? Why do you need to hold yourself up against that person? Why do I need to be that kind of intelligent? Is that even relevant to me? Why am I comparing myself to that person? 
really, really question everything. And second to that, rebut it. Rebut that. Okay, I'm not smart. Where did that come from? Actually, I did really well in this once and this comment came about that I had a lot of promise or potential or whatever. And I know I'm smart because I did this thing that I'm really proud of and I I maybe am not strong in these places, but I am real good at this. Find ways to rebut that in a bitch and shut it down. And also, once you start getting into the habit of doing this, your, it's called your reticular activating system, your RAS. It's always looking for evidence to prove your own beliefs to yourself. It's always looking for evidence to prove yourself right. And so start looking for evidence to disprove that inner critic, that inner critic that says whatever it is that seems to be an internal dialogue for you. Find evidence and start to rebut that bitch. (laughs) Shut it down and look for evidence. The other thing that I can recommend, and I have to say, like being completely transparent, I have done a lot of this on myself and I often come from, my inner bitch is often commenting and I'm a female so let's be honest female living in the 21st century it's often you're fat or not pretty enough or whatever it's very appearance based and because I am obsessed with working out and the gym and fitness my social media at one point was very 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 heavily focused or filtered through the eyes of fitness And because of that, I had this internal dialogue going on for so long that I'm fat, I'm fat, I'm not fit enough, or this isn't, this muscle isn't quite strong enough, or I don't have this aesthetic, or there was even a little while there where I was potentially playing around with the idea of doing a bikini or bodybuilding competition. And so I was looking at all of these people and making comparisons And because that was my social media content and that was my filter, my voice, my inner critic became very nasty and I realized very quickly a few things and I could go on a a rant about this and body image and that's for another day. But I had to actually remove myself from that social media filter because I realized when I got really um, involved and curious about, oh, why am I all of a sudden thinking this way? why am I like, okay, so I'm not lean enough compared to who? Okay. Compared to competitors, compared to literally fitness, fitness models who do this for a living. I'm comparing myself to the people I see on my social media feed and that is not healthy. And this comparison doesn't serve me. And so I had to actually ask myself, where is this thought or this dialogue or comparison coming from? Where's this expectation coming from? Is that realistic? Is it making me feel good? Is it healthy? Is it empowering? If not, can I change my social media filter so that it better serves me and so that it helps me with my own self-esteem and to calm that inner critic down? Because your inner critic is waiting for is waiting to tell you of all the reasons you're not good enough and social media can really perpetuate that 
And don't get me wrong, I love social media. I have a media degree. I, I'm obsessed. I love it. I think it's so great for all of the things that it's meant for, for building social connection, for learning, for engagement, for all of those awesome things. But it can be a falling point if you're not aware of what it's doing to your thoughts. And like I said back in suggestion number one, at least becoming aware of your thoughts is the very first thing. Um, in, in at least recognizing this bitch and learning how to do battle with it, realizing you're not your thoughts and then putting it to rest. So we check our social media, we check our thoughts, we rebut them, we look for evidence to disprove them. And the other thing is too, our thoughts are run on, like I said before, they're run on repetitive habits. They are repetitions and they're like embedded into the grooves of our neurology. So they keep coming up. And what we can do when we're aware of our thoughts is go, whoop, there she is again. Whoop, stop. I just heard it and you hear it and you go, oh, there she is. And you just replace it. You replace it with something that's either empowering or makes you feel good or disproves it. And you literally stop it in its tracks. Like you hear it and you're like, oh, stop, replace, stop, replace stop, replace. And what happens is your brain actually gets used to this new positive reinforcement and this positive behavior, this positive thought pattern. And slowly but surely that inner critic kind of dies because you don't give it fuel. It's like a fire can only burn when you give it oxygen. And when you stop giving it oxygen, those thought patterns, that neurochemistry, it doesn't fire off anymore because it's not getting what it needs. It's not being fed. It's a beast that needs to be fed. And so don't feed it. You're going to starve it. And by doing so, it will actually occur less. So the other, the last thing I'll say is when you do become aware of your internal dialogue, if you notice a little bit of a trend, Maybe you might be someone who's always um, questioning your intelligence. Can you turn that into a positive affirmation for yourself? One that you are going to repeat to yourself daily like a mantra or have it above your mirror so that you see it every night, every morning when you brush your teeth, a positive affirmation. And that means something that's actually enabling you to feel like you can step into a more empowered version So say, let's say, for example, I'm not smart enough. How can you turn that into a positive affirmation that flips that on its head and empowers you? You could say, I am learning and becoming better and and more intelligent every day. Or I decide what intelligence means and I am enough. Anything that prompts you into a better headspace you want to have near you as often as you can. So it becomes something that, like I said, through repetition, and even if you don't believe it just yet, I've got, I've got another uh, episode coming on affirmations, but even if you don't believe it just yet and it feels a bit phony, can you just say, I am working on becoming a more intelligent version of myself every day and every day I'm getting a little bit better? Like, can you reframe and turn it into something that's actually positive and affirm it to yourself daily because we know the subconscious mind loves repetition and things sink in through repetition. So in summary, we all have this negative 
inner bitch that comes up through thoughts that are not ours, that have come through the past, through, through social media, through advertising, through our upbringing, and they're not ours. But once we become aware of them, step number one, meditation and finding space to observe and become the observer, we can name her, we can tell her to go away, we can be aware when she's here, and we can start to do battle with her. We can write all these things down. We can start asking questions and we can start to unravel and disprove this. <laughs> I don't even want to say Brittany because it's not Brittany anymore. Uh, I will give her another name. I'm thinking something like Karen. I think my inner bitch might be Karen from now on. So yeah, Kaz, Kaza. Um, <laughs> I'm going to shut Kaza down by looking for new evidence to disprove her. Check my social media filter if that's something that can perpetuate this negative thought pattern and maybe stop, replace and turn into a positive affirmation. So I really hope that helps guys. I know a lot of people at the moment with so much time on their hands are finding that this inner bitch has a lot of time to show itself. Uh, if this is helpful for you or someone you know, please feel free to share it with them and tag me on Instagram and share this podcast. It's Miss Mindset underscore. Have an awesome day. Thanks for tuning in to the Miss Mindset podcast. If this is something that you feel could help a loved one, please feel free to share. You can also follow me on Instagram at Miss Mindset underscore or subscribe to my weekly email, which is at www.missmindset.net. Thanks for tuning in, guys. And please remember, you have a mind and you can use it to thrive. You were not put here just to survive.